Welcome to Entitled Town, everybody. Uh, Rick and Dal have the day off. Uh, my name is Mike Irons. I abhor the phrase, the poor marketing phrase, emergency podcast. But Shaq's here, and that's exactly what we're doing. Shaq, I want to set you up, and I want to let you riff. Greg Bedard, on Saturday, I got some information from somebody behind the BSJ paywall. Greg Bedard put this behind the BSJ paywall after the Patriots traded up to take Christian Barmore from Alabama. It boils down to this, quote-unquote, there are a lot of questions about Barmore's intelligence and how it might manifest itself once he's out of the more controlling collegiate environment and has more freedom. So go ahead. On, on the surface, maybe innocuous, but with the history that Greg Bedard and his website and his employment, uh, the, those in his employ have, um, go ahead. Just I'm curious to what you think. It, if you've been paying any attention to Bedard and his just lack of understanding of anything, the fact that he can, number one, just come out and say, well, what was the issue? I'm not going to divulge specific information. Well, why aren't you going to divulge any specific information? Why, why aren't you going to do that? If you had enough balls, you'd do that because – Look, just pay attention to when this came out. This was as soon as he was drafted, if not maybe. Minutes. Yeah, minutes after he was drafted. So I'm not going to divulge specific information to protect my sources and their relationships. But he's not above slandering not a, a young athlete, right? Yeah. By the way, for the record, it has been 919 days since the end of the 2018 World Series, when he claimed he was going to get to the bottom of the Mike Loiko racist and homophobe tweets, Shaq. This is the same Bedard who last year pretended that Gilmore was pretending that he had COVID. Because that's what you do, right? You pretend you have COVID, of course. And before that, he claimed that Gilmore was mumbling, and that's why he was getting beat deep. Because he wasn't and, able to communicate effectively with his fellow defensive backs and defensive teammates. And he said that he was faking having a concussion as well. It was all That's about a, the money, right, Shaq? All about the money. He also said to someone who asked him about that in the last couple of days, he said, bye, Felicia. So Greg Bedard is... Yeah, I, I, I bet how, how much money... I'll put my entire life savings in that's about $2, but I'll put my entire life savings on the fact <laughs> that he's never seen any of the three Friday movies. How about you, Mike? What do you think? Well, I will say that I think I'll take that $2 and I'll say that is much more than Boston Sports Journal has in the bank, Shaq. So let's pull the curtain back for a little bit here, Shaq. Uh, Josh Marion is going to finally get the answer that he's always wanted from me. I'm not black, Josh. Shaq, you're black, okay? <laughs> Shaq, we're pulling back the fourth wall here. Shaq is black. So... Listen, I'm really curious. I'm not going to, I'm just setting him up here. So Greg Bedard, that tweet from behind the paywall with the dozens of subscribers. Okay. It may have fallen on deaf ears, but where else did Greg Bedard appear, Shaq? Where else does he appear weekly on big boy Tuesdays? Big boy Tuesdays with his burger and burger silhouette right there in front for everyone to see. And also on NBC sports, Boston, that terrible channel that shows nothing but hot takes all the time. You know, it's funny. You actually mentioned on the podcast we did last week. By the way, you are in Town Fresh Meat. So um, you had mentioned <laughs> the, the phrase that I had dropped previously, 98.5, the sports clan. So 
Greg put that behind the paywall on his flailing website on Saturday. He felt emboldened today, and this is from today's Felgren Mass program. We're recording on. Wait, 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 wait one, one more thing about that. One more thing about his little blurb on his website that no one pays attention to. I mean, so his intelligence, so Barmore's intelligence is in question. Why would his intelligence be in question? First of all, he's a college student. So you mean to tell me that every single, in, in Alabama, for God's sake. So you mean to tell me that he went through four or however many years of college he went through because he, what? Are you insinuating that he got in through some other means? Come on, you, you got, that's, this is why you have to come out and say things. Th th there have been so many people over the last year and a half who have not been afraid to say what they feel and whether, whether they've gotten punished or whether they've gotten uh, reprimanded or whatever, they've come out and said their feelings. Why aren't you doing that, Greg? I mean, because so so because he has more freedom. What does that mean? He's going to do I, the, the racism isn't thinly veiled. And it, matter and of fact, he when, feels what, emboldened. What to, don't you think so? About he feels talk, emboldened. Yeah, because there's because there's no consequences. There's nothing. And, and he's in, a, lot he's of, in a, a welcoming a environment. People, yeah, a lot of people talk about cancel culture and the, the, you know the phrase cancel culture, but really it's accountability culture. It's people who are and that's what this podcast is for and what a lot of people uh um, our mutual friends mike and others who have been right so incensed with boston media national media that they need accountability and that's the mate that that's the that's the password of the day but they need some type of reprimand to say hey we're listening and this isn't good and what we're about to talk about is wow you know, Scartelli, our buddy Scartelli would call it the phrase that pays accountability, right? And we'll we'll get to this in a little bit. But the fact that they were talking about Cam Newton, his and I'm and I'm really kind of stretching here, it's paraphrasing about his lack of intelligence, juxtaposed against Mac Jones, who has two DUIs. So that's neither here nor there. And I'm I'm a fan of the Mac Jones pitch uh pick and you know, young college kids, whatever. That's oh neither here nor there. But this, I want to go you back. Would never, you would never hear a white player be described as having no intelligence and how it might manifest itself once he's in a more controlling collegiate, out of the controlling collegiate exactly. environment. And has more. You would never hear a white player told that they have to uh, be more, be, be, have, a, have a more controlling environment. Are you kidding me? No, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So I want to go back, by the way, you might, you guys might be able to hear the entitled dog bell here, who is looking for her dinner, but we have some important stuff to talk about bell and she'll get dinner. So, uh, Bedard felt emboldened after nothing going on rather than me retweeting some, the, that quote from behind his paywall on Saturday morning, he felt emboldened enough to go on 98.5 shack. What is that station called? 98.5. The sports clan. Thank you. So he went on with Felcher and Maserati today, and he he wants he just wants to double down on Barmer again. This is from today's ninety-eight-five, the sports clan, on the Felcher and Maserati show. This is Greg Bedard talking about Patriots second-round draft pick Christian Barmer. I mean, the direct quote that I heard from one of the teams about it, it would generate headlines and it would basically bury the kid, and I don't think that's fair to him. I'll just say that teams. I think the way I termed it, the teams question 
his intelligence a bit in terms of how he keeps things together off the field and and whether that's gonna i mean Shaq, come on unbelievable unbelievable so this is i think this i would argue this is confirmation bias on bedard's part that he got somebody to tell him what he he was believing and he's running with it not only in print now he's going on one of the most highly rated uh, radio stations in new england unfortunately and what i hate the most is when this audio came about and shout out to john uh aka police at for the audio when this audio came about what i hate the most is the white knights the white knights who came out and said well what's wrong with this all he's saying is well he's he's just talking about oh um he doesn't know about the get the hell out of here are you kidding me comparing him to oh have you played the rest of that because well let's play this this is where greg bedard on the same show He's going to compare. Are you talking about comparing him to the yes. former tight end, late tight end? Yes. All right. So this is Greg Bedard comparing Christian Barmore, who I'm going to I'm going to go all in. I'm going to I'm going to raise Shaq's savings. I'm going to put my savings in this. Some I'm going to say that's someone he's never met or probably even talked to in person. So this is Bedard talking, uh, going on about Christian Barmore. When I went back and backtracked on Aaron Hernandez his rookie year because of how much he popped. This Jesus. team also removed Aaron Hernandez from their back uh, from their draft board. So, um, look, I think that they he, the kid has a motivation issue, or at least he did at Alabama. That led to problems. Everyone thinks you need to be on him around uh, the clock. Maybe the Patriots are. I'll stop it right there, Shaq. Go ahead. There's still oh 23 God. more seconds left in that clip. Go ahead. Oh, my God. That is wrong as hell. Number one, that was refuted by who else but – Nick Saban, his coach, he refuted that notion that his program had any issues with Barmore or any reports that he had character concerns. With an interview with Cleveland.com, Saban called Barmore a good kid. So he has he's he has that in common with uh, David, Pashanak. David Pashanak. He's a good kid. Yeah, right. He's a good kid. So that's good. And he says, quote, we never had any issues here with him at all when it came to structure whether it was football or academics. He told, Nick Saban told that to Mary Kay Cabot of cleveland.com. He always worked hard in the off-season program and he did whatever everybody told him to do. We were very structured in regards to academics and he worked very hard at that. Flush that shit take down the toilet because it doesn't belong anywhere. There you go, Shaq. And the, the thing that, the fact that he'd run with this, you know, it, it's basically hearsay. It's it, this, listen, the radio is not a court of law, but- Let's let him hang himself with his words. But I want to use a quote from a mutual friend of our, our buddy Deedsy, who said this while quote tweeting uh, the audio we're playing with regards to Bedard. And I'm quoting Deedsy here. Pretending to be empathetic while passing rumor mongering off as information is the worst kind of character assassination. Let's continue with Bedard on Christian Barmore. Maybe it works out. There's no question that he has the talent. He has first round talent. Does it work? I don't know. Is it? I know, and I guess I guess you don't want to get too much into it, but can you allude to it? Is it like uh, we can't really learn, so we'll just pass him anyway because he's so talented, like a Dexter Manley type of situation, or is it like violence? What? 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 So here's the thing, Shaq. Are they saying is is he a dumb black guy or a violent black guy? Is that what I'm hearing? Do you agree with me there? Yeah, uh, yeah. Big Jim Murray asking, is he dumb or violent? 
Yeah. Big Jim Murray, the same person who tells children, who tells a parent to hope he hopes that his kids kill themselves. Really? That's the that's if you the have kids, I hope you outlive them. That's the guy. That's the guy. The guy who wears sunglasses indoors is talking about who's dumb or who's violent. Are you kidding me? The guy yeah. who fluffs Michael Felger and, and shines Tony Maserati's ass is questioning someone else's intelligence. I mean, are you shitting me, Shaq? And later on, we're going to get to his racist tendencies because there are a lot of those. And it seems it's it's a pattern yeah. caller. It's a pattern with that station. All right. That, well, you just referred to me as station. caller. I feel dehumanized, Shaq. So this is, we're going to pull some hits here about, uh, this is what happens to athletes of color on 98.5, the sports clan. This is going to be Bedard and Murray here. When they, they often, they derisively refer to black athletes they don't like as, quote, the player or this player. It really feels to me, feels to me, Shaq, like they're trying to, they're attempting to dehumanize them. Let's play the audio here. Just not good for this player. I mean, they've done everything possible to make it work for this player, including he only takes, uh, as far as I know, he only takes questions in press conferences and it's like three questions or four. That's it. So the Patriots have done everything they can to make it work with this player, including it seems like bending some of their rules. Come on, this player, that player. If I called him the immediate or that like he would block you in let you know in mega in milliseconds for referring to him or his vanity project like that. I mean, how do you feel about the phrasing of the player, this player? Do you think they're going to refer to Brady or even Brian Scalabrini in that phrase and that in that way, Shaq? No, and it's it happens far too frequently to be a coincidence or you know just a happenstance. It's a pattern of behavior, caller. It's a pattern of behavior. You, you, Are, you, yeah. Well, I'll jump in here. I got some, I got some. So again, this is from our friend police at, this is a, a six second clip of untitled uh, Big Jim Murray audio. So we'll react to it in real time. So here we go. So fine, it's worked. What's bugged me is the, the cockiness from the play. That's referring to Kyle Van Noy, which is, has been a frequent target on that show, Shaq. And Van Noy's back. Yep. And so there's going to be a lot more of that to come because- Kyle Van Noy, for all, you know, people may not like his brashness and his, you know, abrasiveness, but he makes the media squirm and that I live for. It gives he me makes life. all the right people pissed off. Yeah. And so for that alone, I, I'll, I pay him however much they're paying him just to do that. He doesn't even have to play a snap. Are you talking about the player? The player doesn't have to play a snap. Okay. We got some more audio here we're going to react to in real time. Again, this is courtesy. If you're not following him, he is the de facto ombudsman on Twitter, at police underscore at. We got a clip here. Uh, this is, again, from the Felger and Maserati show featuring uh, Keechering and Ketchup Man. I, I have never met a Patriots Do you consider yourself one? Because you can't even say the name of the running back correctly. <laughs> Hello? Hi? Hello? Is that all you got? Yeah, yeah, Tony, Michelle, say it. Well, 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 you never can tell. Well, well, well. Do you want to finish? Because you can get it right there. Bye, Michelle. 
What do you call him Cordell Patterson, the player? Because you have so much disgust he for stinks. him, you can't even he say his name. He stinks. It's not going to keep stinks. working. It only worked when he followed the fullback, <laughs> stupid. It only worked when he followed the fullback. And when the Packers decided, hey, you know what? They're going to keep handing off to this guy. They stopped him. They stopped him. When he stopped following the fullback, they stopped him because he's not a good running back. He's not a real running back. He's a gimmick player. It's not going to continue to work. I don't want to discourage it, discourage this because this is obviously solid. But there's a delay down the line. Yeah. yeah so if, if we try and talk to these people know, today, it's gonna you're gonna. Want so there's a two for Shaq. That not only do they get in on Corderell Patterson and the player, they were able to take yeah. a swipe at Sony Michelle. By the way, yeah. that audio from the year that they're ripping on Corderell Patterson, and we we're going to talk about this on the regularly scheduled in Title Town. Corderell Patterson did a great job filling in at running back. Because Absolutely. they had injuries at running back. He held on to the ball. And Sony Michelle, their hatred of Sony Michelle is well documented. So again, I feel feel like we're building a case and hopefully people with open minds. And if you're listening to this podcast, I think you're probably predisposed to our point of view. I mean, are we building a good case? What do you think of that audio, Shaq? Well, first of all, <laughs> it's funny how that Cordero Patterson turned out because he averaged four, five point four yards a carry on forty-two carries on twenty eighteen. So Barry Sanders, that's Barry Sanders' numbers. Yeah, seriously, it wasn't, he's only following the fullback. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was a total waste waste of time, like he's making it out to be. And and I love the the best part about that clip is you know the derision of of the callers and the listeners, which I don't know what's worse. You calling in to a radio show where they're calling you an idiot or <laughs> that take alone? I don't know what it is, but a lot of you, a lot of you guys who listen to this is, I, I don't get it. I, I, I want you to explain to me how you find this entertaining and how you find this worth your listening, because I can't, I, I can't, I, I cannot have any person, especially somebody who sits in the studio for four hours calling me an idiot, but you know, to each his own. Say lovey. I I can't in my industry. I can't have contempt for the customer. You know, I I can't. Right. I can't act actually ask for their for them to consume the product that I'm selling that I'm offering. But I think there really is a mastic. Just this, despite the success that we've witnessed as Boston sports fans, the fact that we have to do this podcast, Shaq, is appalling. And there is no media ombudsman. Chad Finn, you should be ashamed of yourself. By the way, as we're recording this, I would not bet against the fact that Finn is waxing, you know, like uh, Biff Tannen at the end of the first Back to the Future. He's he's waxing George McFly's BMW. I would not bet against Chad Finn doing that. So we got uh, uh, another, again, another untitled clip here that we're going to react to in real time. Again, courtesy of uh, Officer Santos. This catty little thing that came up in the last week, even if that's true, if Bill had a better relationship with the player, maybe he maybe he forgives it. So that's Felger. He is the that's Michael Felcher. Michael Felcher, who's you know what, Shaq? I'm, the floor is yours. Opine on Michael Felger, and I I think he is the patient zero of spreading this disease that's affected 98.5 NBC Sports Boston, the Boston Globe. And to a lesser extent, the Herald. He's gotten away with so much over the last however many years that he's had a show on on the air, from the from the Roy Holiday splat incident to this mess to 
just everything. And again, going back to uh, Ch- Chard Finn, you know, he his 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 article that will live in infamy, entitled uh, "Michael Felger, you should be listening to this show" or whatever the, the, wherever the title of that article was. You know, he he he's not he's not going he's not ha- he doesn't have our best interests at heart because there's no there's no reason why he should have you know at least. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but at least Tony Maserati, for as idiotic as he is, at least he realizes that he's lucky to be sitting in that seat. But Felger, it's like <laughs> he 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 tries to he tries to Howard Stern it, you know, Baba Booey. He tries to Howard Stern the the crap out of out of this medium, and it's not and it's not working. I mean, it is working to the tune of listeners. And I guess that's really all that matters in this business. But really, should, should I mean, that matter? Is that all, is that all that sh- matters? You know, it shouldn't want to. If you want to go back, your conscience. Wanna... I'll tell you this: your conscience should, won't be clear. That's for sure. Well, I think, unfortunately, I think it is. So, um, again, we're going to go on. This is an audio that Shaq sent me just prior to recording, and we're doing this. And I think I mentioned this earlier. We usually do something poorly scripted by me on the pack on the podcast we do i do something ham-handed in the opening or the exit so we're doing this in real time Shaq sent this to me and i haven't listened to it um i'm familiar with it just because of the history this is from the felger and maz off-air show this is a large gymnasium uh jim murray along with nana felcher with a fresh coat of lacquer um juxtaposing his gray beard Again, the Felger and Maz off-air show, and we'll let this play, and I'll, Shaq, I'll let you opine. Don't end up there. We'll answer a few questions here. Uh, Jeff has texted in and said, Kyrie Irving is the new David Price. We need a Kyrie Irving impersonation, Murray. Um, he doesn't have an affect or anything like that. I can't, I don't know, probably if I try to do his voice, I'd probably get labeled as, like, racist, you know? Well, like, I, that's, so that's you know, a little tricky, too. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't even have an afro. He doesn't really sound, yeah. I, mean, I don't know, I mean, Oh, you wouldn't sound racist impersonating his voice to so just say Wait, he just has more. an afro. <laughs> there's more. All right, let's say there is more. You, I mean, you can't even mock him on those grounds. Not that you would. I'm just saying the, the, the affectation, the thing to mock is just the... There's a hard thing to David Price's voice. That's, <laughs> it doesn't really even sound like him that much, but there's a Kermit no, the Frog. No, 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 that a, sounds like David There's Price. a Kermit the Frog type thing that goes with David Price's voice. I just, I, I, I think sometimes, like, how did I even start doing that? I remember we were just listening to sound clips, and all of a sudden I was annoyed, and I just started doing it. I live with this. This fucking brain won't shut off. I don't understand. <laughs> no. Go ahead, Shaq. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really have an afro. Yeah, because black people all have afros as if they're coming straight out of Soul Train and talking jive like JJ from Good Times. You know, dynamite. Oh, and, and a nice David Price shot for good measure. I mean, it's it's... It's really unbelievable when you put all of this together and you see how much that Beasley Media, who owns 98.5 The Sports Clan, yes. what the fact that they're able to put this away. I mean, Entercom, they gotta be, they gotta be, <laughs> they gotta be, you know, praising the Lord above that they don't own the station anymore because my goodness, this is just, I mean, it's run amok. And there, nothing happens. At least EEI. At least they had the the wherewithal to put these guys in some type of a of a diversity training or some type of class to help. But is it too late? 
because these these guys just don't care and they're not going to get any type of reprimand because they're the number one show on the number one station in the i believe the number one se- the seventh market radio market in the country right. so there i guess there's not going to be any type of punishment because you're going to have these cam from tauntons who are going to call in every single day and ask them what did what did they have for breakfast and you know how 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 big was their dump at the end of the night that's what you that's what you're going to have I think the diversity training at 98.5 consisted of watching Coming to America 2 in the last couple of months during the pandemic. So, again, so let's go back to the Van Noy stuff, Shaq. Again, this is our friend. Right. Officer and I want, and after this, I want to go, and after this, I want to go back. I want to put some examples for, of Bedard and some of the other stuff that he said also that are just egregious. And this will, you know, put a bow on it, you know, if you know what I mean. You think that I'm interested in Bedard slander? Really? Revealing? <laughs> no, right. I will. I, I, of course not. All right. This is uh, this is Felger and Maz again uh, talking about Calvin Van Noy with uh, Paul Perillo of Patriots uh, Weekly. Overrated here the last two years, but he's improved. Well, I thought he used to suck. I don't. He's elevated from suck, in my opinion, to serviceable. Yeah, he's decent. decent. I think he's sort of is what he is. I think he's a you know a, ser- a serviceable player. I don't think that he's a star, but I. I Never really understood, you know, your sort of like Kostowski like uh, oh, last year saturation was And he sucked worse the year before. It was degrees of suck. To me, it's personal. I've never met him, but every time I hear him open his mouth, I'm like, you are a tool. It's personal. He's never met him. How does that happen? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, I can, I mean, you know what? Maybe I'm a hypocrite, Shaq, because I've never met Michael Felger, and I think he sucks, and I think he's a tool. I mean, I get criticizing an athlete for not living up to any type of weird expectations you might have had of him. How does it get personal? How does it get personal? Right. As as long as you criticize an expression, man, but when you go on a radio show, when your only objective is to troll your audience, some of, I mean, again, some of them like that, but when you go on a show, it's, it's, and start assassinating the character of a person you've never met, you're a hypocrite and a disgusting, vile piece of crap. I got you. I got your back. Cosign. Let's continue with some more audio from Felger and Maz on 98.5. Well, no, but just let me hear. I can recreate the Van Noy quote. (laughs) (laughs) It's a perfect Patriot. He, that guy is you. That guy is the Patriot fan in a uniform. (laughs) So that's a twofer. Contempt for the audience and contempt for the, the player of color. Right, because because all players of color sat, make those noises and sound <clears> like that, right. Yeah, yeah. What 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 sound does that sound like? It kind of sounds like a monkey to me, but you know, I wouldn't know anything. Uh, fair enough. Uh, let's continue with some more uh, sports clan audio. You know, I mean, that's why that Van Noy rubs me the wrong way. Because I watch Van Noy, like the Patriots used to have players that could go back and forth, and not in a demeaning or sort of bitchy way, but like. Rabel would call you out, or Rodney Harrison would call you out, but it was sort of, I don't know, eye-to-eye or man-to-man. I watched Kyle Van Noy carry himself, and I'm like, no, nah, dude, that's a, what, why are you, why are you acting like that? So what it comes down to is that these guys don't like to be called out, and especially if it's somebody they deem yeah. beneath them. You know, you're a tool. This is why I athletes, I wish, I mean, as, as, as much, and, and again, I love KBN, but 
a lot of athletes, I just wish they don't engage with these people because even, even indirectly, because it's all about content, 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 and they spin it and they, they try to make it out as anything, just like, and I know we're going to talk with the rest of the guys later on in the week. It, it's all spun for content. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of sports clan. All right. So fair enough. So we're going to wrap up shortly here. Again, this is a bonus episode of Entitled Town, and I hate to use the, the word bonus, but I want to go back to what really, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, and I think if you're listening to this podcast, you're familiar with this, the Mike Loiko hire at the Boston Sports Journal, that's Greg Bedard's Vanity Project website. Mike Loiko was, some racist and homophobic tweets were unearthed uh, regarding uh, former Montreal Canadian P.K. Subban uh, during a Bruins-Canadians playoff series, I believe. And they were unearthed after Bedard hired him as his quote-unquote draft expert at Boston Sports Journal. And this audio is, check, this audio is particularly just, I mean, mind-blowing in that he acknowledges that Mike Loiko, he is a elementary school teacher in Mashpee, Mass., he tries to dismiss this as Mike Loiko being an elementary school teacher uh, on the Cape, while also simultaneously trying to pass him off as his NFL draft, uh, draft expert on his own website. So this is roughly a one-minute clip. This is Bedard responding to a caller on 98.5 who tries to hold him accountable for his hiring practices and not revealing the results of his investigation after that I refer to at the beginning of the podcast. So again, this is uh, Greg Bedard and a caller, the caller shack on 98.5, the sports clan. Hey, I'm sure on Antonio Brown. Go ahead, Peter. My question is for uh, Greg. Um, Greg, you were very critical of the Patriots not doing a thorough enough background check on Antonio Brown. How do you justify that when you didn't even do that with one of your writers who made racist statements on Twitter? Alleged. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of difference between giving no. a t- giving a ten million dollar contract and having some some guy uh, as a part time draft guy. All right, so false equivocation right there. We'll continue. You know, may, may, maybe, you know, maybe there's a little difference. Uh, he jumped off. I didn't drop him. Yeah. What happened there? I never heard about this. Uh, there was well, there was some guy who currently is still employed as a public school teacher in Massachusetts. Some some guys allegedly dug up. There was a. Uh, some guy you hired him, Greg. You know his name. Say his name, Greg. Uh, what's his name? Loiko. There was a guy who I had do draft season stuff for me. Some guys brought up pictures of they said deleted tweets that were racist in nature to Zolak. I never got confirmation from Twitter or anybody else. That- he sent an email to Twitter. That was the he said that they were fake. Me- he ahead, said that they were fa- he said that they were fake one time. Yep. Oh God. Yep. 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 So I I just this is this we're recording in the hours after this happened. Shaq was working. I was away. We got together. We're doing this in real time. Um, Shaq, you got anything else before we wrap this up? We we'll get, we're planning on recording uh with the rest of the uh naked gun uh recording booth this week, the the five men on a pod, but Wrap it up here because I thought that your input would be important here. Yeah, just a couple of more things about Bedard and then I'll have my final thoughts. Um, There was a story, uh, there were a couple of stories. One um, about, I don't know if you might remember this one. uh, There was a story about Josh Gordon 
Um, and about the Patriots having the fewest homegrown receivers and how desperate they were and they have to get Josh Gordon yes. and blah, blah, blah. Yes. And the second bullet in that, in that story that Peter King of all people said that it was great. So there you go. You are the company you keep when it comes to that. But in the second bullet in that story, it says he's got a lot of dog in him and not the good kind. Jesus. So what kind, what what is a good kind of dog? I mean, is that not a dog whistle? And then another story. Um, maybe you remember this one, Mike, um, about a, a Landon Roberts and Deron Harmon, who two and, frequent targets of Bedard, right. Roberts in particular. And the title, the, the uh, Twitter headline says, "Landon Roberts and Deron Harmon, no increased competition puts their spots in jeopardy." If I play well, I'll be here. Now, though that quote is in quotations as if Deron Harmon said those words, if I play well, I'll be here. I do remember this. You're, I, and then and then Deron Harmon on Twitter <laughs> comes out and claps back and says, come on, Greg, I never said that at all. Stop I never said news. that. How can, listen, I've, I mean, I've countless times I've cited stuff where like, I mean, what listen i think he's a i think he's disingenuous i think he's a pathological liar and i think we're building a case here that we'll build on with the guys again and i've been building this case for a long time but again i'm cutting you off Shaq. go ahead finish your thoughts on bedard the website and the state of uh, boston media uh with regards to the coverage of the players and no i and you're right it, it, it was past time that and that somebody just put all the pieces of the puzzle together and just make made it make sense for people because again I saw a lot of white knights saying what's the big deal about this and I know there's going to be a lot more after people listen to this episode yeah so what I hate the most is that there are so many people who are going to sit there and say Oh my goodness, it's what's the big deal about this? Oh, you're woke. Oh, you you're why are you trying to do this? Well, first of all, it's about time that somebody called this out. And it's about time somebody put the pieces of the puzzle together and decided to say, hey, enough is enough. Stop with the bullshit. Just talk sports and try, stop trying to add <laughs> it, 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 the racism isn't veiled anymore. And it's about time somebody got accountability as to, you, know, you asked for accountability as far as the athletes are concerned. Now it's your turn to get that mirror pointed at your direction. And what happens when we do that a lot of times, Shaq? We get blocked. Yep. You well, know, I'm not blocked yet. You are. But I, as, as, much, as much stuff as I said, <laughs> I'm surprised I'm not. But I'm sure it's coming. And again, for people who might listen to this and say, Oh, you've turned woke and what's going on? Are you going to start talking about this? It's important for us. And I'm so glad that you asked me to do this, Mike, because I think it's important for people out there, especially people who might say, oh, Boston is racist and oh, this and that, is that first of all, <laughs> the athletes are mostly of color. And so there's nobody there to defend them. And two, there, there are Patriots fans and, and Celtics fans and Red Sox fans and all that stuff who are also of color. And 
they're put by the wayside as well. And that's a whole different story. But I think that there's, it, it's about time for some representation as far as this is concerned. And you're not going to find that on the sports, both sports radio sh- uh, stations. And that's a fact. So are you saying, is a black guy saying you're just asking the question caller? <laughs> just asking the question caller. When, when are you, when are you, come on, when, uh, Judge Judy Giff, when, when, hurry up. Let's go while we're Let's young. Go. God, I'm so, all right. So uh, Shaq's at Atomic Dog for 5150. Uh, dog is spelled D-A-W-G. Uh, Entitled Town at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for listening to this bonus edition of Entitled Town. And Shaq, I think I want to throw it to you. How do we always, how do I sign off every podcast? I think it'd be coming from your mouth to be better than mine tonight. Turn the fuck off your radios.